Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another solo show today, boys and girls. Um, so strap yourselves in your seat, belt, receptacles, and and listen here because Kyle's going to tell you about sports. That's another. I, I noticed I said listen a lot in in, in shows. And I'm probably going to say it a lot this time. Um, show notes at the beginning of the show. That's how you start things. Um, it's been a crazy week, sort of in this in the state and and uh, in in the world of sports. Um, we just had Hurricane Michael blow through the Panhandle. And it's a little bit crazy because you, you think about how close that could have been to us or how that could have been us, right? Like right there. Like it was, it's, 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 it's scary. Why do we live? Why do we do this in Florida? Why do we live here? I have no idea. It's like, it's, it's, there's a 33% chance every year that we get wiped out from a fucking hurricane. Uh, and it makes no sense, but Hey, I mean, I wouldn't, I'd rather, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. And I don't see this being talked about a lot in the news coverage, but does anybody know that uh, the seaside Florida that's right next to the Panama City, like it's it's a few miles west of Panama City, that's where they filmed the Truman Show. Like literally, like you would think that's all a set or something, but no, that's actually, that's an actual city or a seaside town in Florida. uh, And it's like right there on the coast. And I got to imagine it got like that eye wall over it and that place has got to be gone man truman r.i.p truman you know uh ed harris your vision is finally uh is gone do you think do you think ed harris in that movie just like he's like well fuck truman's gone did he he just like birth did did he just find another child like to take on the truman mantle do you think that's what might have happened or was like the the message of that movie like hey uh i guess I guess we'll find, uh, or I guess uh, this is kind of fucked up, don't you think? Maybe maybe the show stopped after that? I don't know. Um, I like to imagine that Ed Harris went and found another Truman, part two, starring Steve Carell. Steve Carell doing doing the part twos to Jim Carrey's movies since Bruce Almighty. I don't want to get off on a tangent here. We got, we got sports to talk about. Um, <clears throat> last week, the, the conversation about Jameis Winston went to, went to a place that I didn't want it to go to. Because I think that we've, I think I'm through with dogging him as much until he does something else stupid besides throwing an interception. I think I'm, I think I'm uh, uh, done dogging on him. That's that, that's not to say that I'm, I don't that I forgive him, but it's this is the thing that I, that um, that I that makes me happy. Like I am happy to see him out there now because I I need I gotta know, man. I gotta know is he the guy or is he not the guy? Uh, not not just because of the fact that I don't like him, but I just 
why prolong this decision any longer? When we were talking about like this whole Fitz Magic business and like, oh, should we keep Fitz, Fitz, Brian Fitzpatrick in? Like, fuck no, you shouldn't keep him in. Past week five, it's time. It's like it's it's over. I don't care how well he's doing. He's it's got to. I mean, yeah, I get it. We're like Dirk Cutter's in it to win football games, and so is Mike Smith. Uh, but this this whole thing this whole thing is so silly. Where it's like, oh, let's you know, oh, Fitz Magic. Like no, it's it's Jameis Winston time because Jameis Winston's the guy that you wouldn't and spent that pick on, and he's the guy that you need to evaluate whether or not you're going to give a giant contract to next year. Uh, so you need him out there for as many football games as you possibly can. Seems crazy to me that that I was that it was ever a conversation in Tampa, but you know, shit, it was. Um, so that's one reason I'm happy to see him again. Number two, I do think he's going to do better for our football. He's he's going to. Uh, He's going to do better. He's going to be a better quarterback. I think we're going to be a better football team and a better offense under him. I think he's going to take a lot more chances than Ryan Fitzpatrick did. But if you look at the way the league has been this year in terms of passing and just how downfield the the attack has been, like the vertical downfield attack that every team has seemed to have adopted this year, especially the Bucs, this is going to be a big year for him. I, 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 I genuinely believe that. Um, we've we've got a good offensive. The only thing we don't have yet is a running game. That's and that's a major concern. Um, but if you look at next week, Atlanta's not Atlanta's defense isn't really that great. So, um, you have to imagine that it's we're, the Buccaneers are just going to go out there and have, you know, or they're going to go out there and they're going to be able to move the ball. Now, can they score enough points to make up for like what the defense is going to give up? That that part, I really man. Uh, that that's 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 going to be the question throughout the the entire rest of the year. I don't see how this unless God we go out there and play lights out for one game for a couple of games and shut out a couple of teams like we did a couple of years ago against the Saints and the the Seahawks and um I, I don't see it. Tonight's podcast brought to you by Miller Light, by the way, and and also and of course Tito's vodka, Tito's vodka on the side, Miller Light a little bit. Um. Yeah, we've got we've got no secondary to, to speak for. Um, and OJ How- OJ Howard's back in practice this week. Did you guys see that? He was um. He he was he was out there practicing. I guess he's I don't know. I guess limited participation, but it's still good to see him up and around. It's a, it's a good sign. I, I would expect him to be back not this week, but pr- you know next week. I I would think that talks of him coming back would start. So that's a, that's a positive sign. I know that Bo Allen is also practicing, and he he's eyeing a comeback as well. So that would be huge for our defensive line. Uh, Rick Stroud did a piece today on in the Tampa Bay Times about Jason Pierre-Paul and how he he just thinks that he's he's uh, unlimited. I think was his thing unlimited sacks or unlimited potential to get sacked, which is incredible. I, I we haven't had a defensive pass rusher like him uh, since Simeon Rice. Um, and that's not a knock against Gerald McCoy. I think Gerald McCoy is a completely different player. I don't think he's he's not like your Dominic and Sue kind of guys. He's Gerald McCoy. Um, it's just a goddamn shame that nobody can seem to cover a wide receiver back there, or at least or at least try. I don't know. I guess the entire NFL camp, but like we just seem particularly bad at it, and it's it's because we have just like we have the Brent Grimeses of the world and the Ryan Smiths. Uh, and, and the Justin uh, Justin Evans is back there. Uh, what about we could have had uh could have had the old uh, Derwin James there, buddy? Yeah, I guess we could have. Yeah, so stupid. We could have had a lot of people. By the way, I hate playing. Who, who could we have had in the draft? But it's the bad news bears back there in our secondary. And I get it that Mike Smith deserves Mike Smith deserves some blame. I think it, it's. Um, I hear a lot about how he how far away his his defensive backs play from the wide receivers, uh, and in, and the kind of league that um, the kind of league that this is it it why would you want to be that close? I mean, they don't there's bump and run coverage is never is not a thing anymore. It's like okay that that within five yards thing, but. I, I don't know that's still to be true, right? Can can you make contact within five yards anymore? I, I don't I, I it, it, does it get called a hold? I feel like it does, right? Um so that I feel like that's gone. So it make it, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, 
like why we don't need to fire Mike Smith just to fire him. I think what like at the end of the year you you go and evaluate your coaching staff and you see like okay, obviously Mike Smith hasn't been doing the, the best of jobs, especially when you look over the last 3 years. He's been downright terrible. Um so I think at the end of this year, you're going to evaluate your entire coaching staff, staff not just Mike Smith. I mean, it's, it's this is looking like it's going to be a pretty down year, um, as as per usual with our Buccaneers. Uh, so you got to think that it's going to be a part of the conversation that if not the entire coaching staff, then definitely Mike Smith because you can go out and get somebody in the off season. But I was listening to. Rick Stroud's podcast, and uh, he was talking about when we fired Jeff Jagosinski, and he he asked, um, oh, what was his name, Mike uh, Mike Sullivan. He asked Mike Sullivan, well, how easy is it going to be to take it over? And he's like, it's damn near impossible because you just like it. it it's not your it's not your uh, play calling. It's not your scheme. You didn't spend the like you didn't come up with any of this shit. That you're just there, you're, you're just there drinking the Kool Aid, kind of. Um, and now suddenly you're asked to be the guy, and it's like, well, this is. I guess I'll just go with whatever the hell this guy was thinking he would do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 not like Madden where you're just left with this where you can just pick this play. It's 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 a chess game, and and you know these offensive coordinators and these defensive coordinators have these these sort of things installed for certain situations. When they come up, they're going to know. Okay, this is what I'm going to run. And if you you fire Mike Smith and you bring it bring up let's say Brenton Buckner, he's just going to be running Mike Smith's schemes. He's not going to install all new fucking defensive schemes in the in the course of a fucking week. Of course not. Like he's he it's just going to be par for the course with him. So it, it it's crazy to think that let's let's bring Brenton 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 Bentley Buckner up. And and have him be the guy. No, maybe in the maybe in this next off season. Okay, if 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 then let's retain Buckner and interview him as our you know to be a defensive coordinator. Hey, what would you you know what kind of things would you do? How would you how would you play the game? But mid season just seems totally fucking out of left field. Like no way, no fucking way do you do that. Um, God, these Falcons. The Falcons are going to be hungry. Falcons are one and four, ladies and gentlemen, and that's that 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 doesn't speak to me as a team that's that's going to be like lay down for us. It's going to be a team that's always that's pissed off. And there's no better what for 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 anything that ails a, a, a reeling football team. What better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense? I mean, really, Matt Ryan's going to come in and and just be like, well, uh, that's you could put three touchdowns on the board easy for Matt Ryan, easy, like. It, it, and 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 you know all the all their wide receivers and the running backs become must starts against the Buccaneers. Like it's it's uh, if it's going to be one, it's going to be in a shootout, or I'll be fucking shocked. But Atlanta's defense is pretty bad. But I, I still I still don't see how you're going to shut down this the, their offense. I got this new kid, this new wide receiver that, you know, Julio Jones is saying, you know, hopes he, he gets wins rookie of the week every week. I forget what his name is. Something, something Falcons guy. Ca- Captain Falcon is their new wide receiver. Falcon! Her! And Falcon catch! That's a little shout out to you, Smash Brothers. R.I.P. Smash Bros. It's not dead, but it's you know it's dead to me because I'm an adult now and I don't play fucking video games like a child. Unless it's Skyrim, then it's fine. Um, so what else? What has happened in the NFL this past week? Oh, I know what happened. Just just a little bit of uh, just a little bit of this craziness. What was what is he saying? Is that a song? Is that like an actual song that you sing? Is that a soccer thing where people are like gak 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 gak? Because if so, then 
so somebody hit me up. Does anybody know what the fuck that means? Because I uh, like I need I gotta know. I know it's like like I think it's what he was saying is like Gano wins it. Gano wins it. Who hasn't heard this goddamn thing this week? But who really? How does it get any better than this one? It'll be low trajectory. The Eagles are going to try to block it. I'm trying to block it. Here is Dave Moore. The snap. The hole. The kick. It is Now, if 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 uh, Gene Deckroff could be like, gunk, 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 then then we might have something here. But I I got I kind of got to give it to Spanish language uh, broadcast guy. I mean, it's like when you when you turn your radio call into like some kind of. <laughs> come on, come on! How is that not the greatest thing ever? It is. It, the answer it is. And why don't do, do the Bucks have a Spanish language? Uh, um, broadcast i'd like to know that i mean you would think that we would right because we got we're in florida i mean shit everybody in florida should speak spanish um you would i I would hope so and if so i want to hear that i know the rays do the rays have you know uh oh god what was it adios (laughs) for carlos carlos peña that's how spanish people sound Sorry, sorry. That's is that racist? No, it's not racist. There's a whole thing, you know. How does that, how does your other language sound? But so that was pretty crazy because I was I was watching that game, and when the Giants drove it back, they they had a they had a long pass to Odell Beckham to tie it, and then and then uh, they kicked a field goal to go ahead. I'm like, well, this one's over. And I was I um I was kind of watching the Panthers drive down the field, and then when it got to the point where like Cam Newton had to spike it. I was like, that is done. Like they they ran Christian McCaffrey on first and like uh, 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 they ran like a draw to Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey to get a first down, which I guess kind of makes sense. But why would you run the fucking ball uh, in in your two minute drill? Like that's crazy. That's like some John Gruden two thousand and six shit. Where it's 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 uh, oh. I tell, you, I tell you what, there, man. The only thing they're not expecting is a run up the middle, and we got Doug Martin. He's gonna get. Well, actually, speaking of run up the middle. John Gruden completely shit the bed because he he had first and goal like he had first and goal and he had Marshawn Lynch. So if 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 NFL fans or if you're any kind of fan of football and you know what to do on first and goal, you have Marshawn Lynch. You fucking give it to Marshawn Lynch. <sighs> I love seeing him at one and five. That's just that that that's that's amore. That's that's so that's so fantastic. And then he always he always makes he alludes to like not being able to to generate a pass rush. Now it's like hey, it, we can't get to the passer, man. I tell you what, it's you know it's it's tough in this league to find a premier pass rusher, man. Ah, I love it. And then it came out this week that he's he doesn't like the fact that we're they're going to London. He's like hey that. I don't know why we're going to London there, man. We can play football back here. And okay, is that too much? That's too much crude. That's that's too much crude, Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're flying too close to the sun. Um, I just oh god, I just love I love watching it, it struggle. I'm like the guy the the guys in South Park when they're rubbing their nipples, like uh, the the uh, the cable guys. Like yes, yes, John Gruden fail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Whatever. What else happened around the league? I, I my fantasy football team is just completely shitting the bed. I'm I am one in five, so I guess you know John Gruden maybe somewhere is is reveling in my pain and, and being a shitty fantasy football player. I guess um, I that would be cool. I mean, if 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 he knew me personally, Gruden, John, come on the show. Let's uh, let's talk about it. Let's 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 um, you know, you do a little, you do an impression to me. I'll do an impression to you. It'd be great. Um, Kurt Cousins and the uh, the the old uh, Minnesota Vikings suddenly like waking up like they 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 decided they want to be a good football team now. Uh, Titans not doing so hot. That whole Marcus Mariota versus Jameis Winston thing is still wide open. Um, very interesting it, because like Thomas Bassinger said in that article that he wrote a few weeks ago, it's like you you the the gap should have widened by now. And I guess in a lot of FSU fans' minds, it has. But I don't think it really has, and I don't think in the in, in the minds of the rest of the league certainly it hasn't. So, huh, kind of makes you uh, kind of makes you wonder. Uh, I think I think this this year will be the year. I I would hope, right? Jameis or, or Mariota better. Mariota won the. Uh, I just said his name twice uh, in two different ways, but he he won the play. He won a playoff game, and 
Winston has not, but wins are not a quarterback stat if you listen to any other podcast, I guess. So, hmm, who knows? Let's go Bucks this weekend against Atlanta. How about that? How about we beat the Atlanta Falcons? That brings us some momentum. You know, we're, we're going to go uh, after that and, and, and play the goddamn Browns. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's, you know, that's looking promising. Suddenly play the Browns and the Bengals, and then you got the fucking Panthers. But, <clears throat> you know, if we can get some momentum here, maybe maybe find a way to win against the Falcons. And then I think we could, we could, we could beat the Browns, right? Baker Mayfield is not he's, – he's a rookie – oh, shit, he's a rookie QB. That does not bode well for us. <laughs> oh, boy. It'll be his coming out party, right? I'll never forget when we gave Eli Manning his coming out party for that playoff game. And uh, <clears throat> I've told this story before, but I had Madden that year, and they, that was the year they had the Tony Bruno show that would play uh, during the like during the loading screens or or something like during the like when you're when you're doing the in the menus screens, because you know, it's like you know oh it's what's really going on in the NFL. <laughs> and <laughs> by the way, <laughs> and they it, well they had um uh, the the first headlines like da 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 da. Was this Eli Manning's coming out party? The Buccaneers fall all weekend, or all week, in fact, because it, like the, the the story the, the, they play every Sunday, right? So it doesn't refresh for a whole fucking week. Oh boy, oh boy. Also, I saw some of the what Madden was it where they fake tweets? They still fake the tweets from like Skip Bayless on fucking Madden. Awesome, I would love that. Especially when you're doing like the create a player mode, and like Bayless is like, uh, uh, big dick fun guy. Uh, he's the the player of of the future. He's gonna pass for five seventy thousand yards. I don't know when you know, when you create some ridiculous name for for your player. Hey, Harry Chesticles is gonna be the next Michael Vick, if you ask me. Okay. Chet hard body, big McLarge huge. Beef, rip steak, punch, hard body. Okay. Nobody, five people get that reference. Okay. Uh, I think I'm, I think, what do I want to do? Do I want to save hockey for last? Do I want to give you fuck some hockey takes now or later? How about now? How about now? The uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are, are in, currently in play. And I think the last I checked, they were up against the Vancouver Canucks. Um, but I will check one more time. Just to be sure, and that is true. That is true. That is a true statement. And at the end, at the end of the second, uh, they are up one nothing against the uh, the Vancouver Canucks, who have played two games in the span that we've played just one. What the what? What is this? What? How did we get this stick? I guess we. Uh, uh, sure. Okay. Like I think Toronto has played like four games since we played one. Like where? Where does it? What? That just means all that means to me, and and why it pisses me off is just means that we're gonna have some crazy ass uh, uh, stretch of games where we're playing like every other day, or not every other day, but like you know we're we're playing like a couple of back to back games, and and it's ugh, don't like it. I don't like it. National Hockey League, you need to get shit together with your fucking uh, boy. Julian Breezebois, just the general manager, and just that that's looking me right in the face. I love I love these little things on. Um, Google, where it's like Tampa Bay Lightning, Stanley Cup wins, 2004, Stadium Arena, Amelie Arena, Mascot, Thunderbug, General Manager, Julian Breezebois, Coach, John Cooper. Okay, do I need to... I'm not going to actually read this to you. Um, But they did play one game, and that game was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey... I mean, we don't have to talk about the first game. We don't have to talk about the fact that we we've been that we were scoreless for ten and a half fucking periods without a goal. Um, we don't have to talk about how we got out sharp fourteen to forty in the first period. Um, nah, we don't have to talk about how a rookie scored on Vasilevsky for his first goal. Nah, let's not talk about any of that. But seriously, you like the the Lightning came out like a team that uh expects to be good right we came out like a juggernaut like like we like uh we're the we're the tampa bay lightning of course we're gonna win this game 
and they they were just flat. And the Panthers came out literally like they like like they were ready to play, like they had something to play for. Which I get it, you know, when when you're the Tampa Bay Lightning, you've been in the playoffs all the time. I guess I guess it's kind of hard to get up for a regular season game. But Jesus fucking Christ, guys, that's what the that's what the good ones do. That's what the great ones do. Speaking of what the great ones do, oh fucking Roberto Luongo in this goddamn game. I hope I got his name right, but Luongo in this game was unbelievable, and him coming out was huge. And I think maybe the only reason why we won, especially because it went to because not only was it, you know not only the the, the shorthand goal by uh, Tony Sorelli, but the the shootout at the end where J T Miller was like barely he was just kind of like meandering up to the net. It's like bip, bip, how about that? that you, let me just. Uh, the, the puck over here bounces off the crossbar and I guess goes in. Like, what are we doing? And then, of course, Kucherov fucking buries it because it's Kucherov. Like, okay, you're a backup goalie or Nikita Kucherov. Who the fuck do you want there? Uh, Kucherov every time. Boom, in the fucking net. Bolt win. It's almost like he he shot it. It's like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's it's like let's go like somebody he should have shot it. It should have gone in. Somebody should have thrown him a beer from the stand. He fucking he 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 kills it, smashes it on the ice. It's a glass bottle, so we can't even like do like the, the three stars of the game at the end of it. And then we have to like redo the fucking ice for the, for, for next time. That's the that's the kind of fucking manly goal that, that uh Nikita Kucherov scored. I don't even know the guy's name. It's fucking it's, what's his face, but you know, just like everybody thought, the first the first goal of of, of the 2018 uh, hockey season for the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, a shorthanded goal by 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 none other than Tony Sorelli. How about it, folks? Um, <laughs> at the, the place, the, by the way, the place was a fucking warehouse before that aware like you could you could hear a pin drop at least at Tropicana Field like when there's there's nobody there that's kind of the excuse but it's it, it's it, at least there you hear like the far off like Vuvuzelas are like Bruh! you hear and occasionally you hear you know like a but it like all you could hear in Emily Arena for that first two and a half period was just like like the hockey just hockey noises and that was it that was it they're like that's Guys, come on! We got to come out looking better than that, uh, and and the uh, the the rest of the um, the season. And they did against Vancouver. I mean, they they came out and they scored a goal in the first. I don't know who scored it, how it was scored, because obviously I'm podcasting. Um, but we, we we're better than this, guys. We're fucking better than this. Oh boy, um, dude, guys, how about uh, how about Ryan McDonough? How good? How good of a fucking player that he is, as in, in terms of like, yeah, I guess I, you know, Eisman got a lot of shit for the 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 contract extension that he was extended, I guess. But the guy play, the guy just plays like a veteran. Like anytime he has to puck in his own zone, he's 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 immediately moving it out of the zone. He's not trying to pass it out of the zone. He's smart with the puck. Um, he he had actually he had the most minutes, uh, say for. Um, uh, which usually is uh, Victor Hedman, but Ryan McDonough is like uh, just slowly, or not slowly, but barely edged out uh, Victor Hedman on the um, uh, on his minutes for this game. So that's a that's a good thing to have two solid defenders, and 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 uh, it's make. I just wondered something. I mean, what kind of moves do you think we're going to make at the trade deadline this year if we're in it? Um, do we go defense, right? Do we go for for more scoring? Do I guess it all? I guess the answer has always been defense, right? But uh, yeah, I guess it has to be. Andre Vasilevsky is is such an incredible goaltender, and I think that's going to be that's this is that's going to be the first benchmark of the Julian Breezebaugh era. Is like. What kind of deal is Vassy going to get? You know how how is he going to keep this all together? But but more importantly, what kind of deal is he giving Vassy? Because there's no fucking way that Vassy walks away from this team. You you cannot let it happen. The guy is 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 fucking incredible back there in goal, um, and he kept us in this game and and, and and the game against Florida. There's no reason why we, we had no business winning that game uh, if had Vasilevsky not have kept us in it. Um, yeah, we had a couple go off the, the the you know the post whatever it's fine. But seriously, man, like dude, we 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 get we get crushed in that game if it wasn't for Vassy. So I think that's going to be 
Ooh. A little too much, too much vodka. That's going to be like one of the first things that uh, um, we're going to judge uh, Julian Breezebois on is, um, you know, how exactly is he going to handle this Vassy situation? Oh, boy. What else? What else do I got here? Just, yeah, just bad first period. Tony Sorelli. I love, I fucking love Tony Sorelli. Um, I love the name. I love that. Uh, okay, we're, you know, I guess the newspapers are calling him Anthony, but if you ask him, I've heard this is what I've heard. He likes being called Tony. So s- stick with me here, guys. We need a we need a goal song for Tony, right? And you would think, okay, Tony Soprano, maybe play a little Sopranos theme. Um, I, however, I think I think we should go with a little Tony, Tony, Tony uh, when he scores a goal. And I think it would go a little something like this. Right? Come on. That's 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 solid. Lightning go! Assist by number 17, Alex Killorn. Come on, give 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 me this job. I will be the organist, the announcer, and the music master of this fucking team. Guys, hire me. Hire me for your team. This is my pitch to you, Tampa Bay Lightning. If you're listening, which you're not, I you don't you don't need an organ. You don't need a funky sound system. Just I'm a guy with a mic and a podcast and a dream. Hire me to be the stadium, dude. Let's go. Get this shit. Let's come on. I could do it, right? God, the JT Miller up there on that first line is is that I I I, I you gotta love that first line. I think we're getting a little too cute with the passing, and I think that's always been sort of our thing. Like, yeah, guys like Nikita Kucherov and certainly Steven Samkos, they're always looking to make that beautiful play. It's almost like they think they're the Harlem Globetrotters out there, and they think they have to, you know, through the lanes, goal feels good. I, I, I just, I wish they would just shoot it, shoot the goddamn puck. And by the way, Joseph, uh, uh, the the rookie, had a had a shot on goal, uh, and that's uh, that's what uh, what's what's his what's his fuck with uh, um, lightning ring. God, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Esposito, he's a shooter, man. He's a shooter. So it's nice to see him. Uh, kind of kind of uh, flash in the game a little bit. I'd like to see. I wonder. I wonder who scored that goal tonight. Let's check it out. Let's see, can we uh, can we get all stats here in the Canucks and, and Lightning? Uh, of course, I get, it, like it defaults to the Canucks first. Braden Point, Braden Point. That'll be the next. That actually, that will be the other um, test of Julian Breezebois is getting is bringing Braden Point back. I mean, that's the next guy that needs to to be signed. But I think more importantly is Andre Vasilevsky. I mean, this this team is nothing uh, without him. Yeah, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say nothing, but, I mean, certainly you got to have strong goaltending to go to go deep into the playoffs. So um, I think we, we, we could take the hit um, by losing a Braden point. It would suck, and it's, it, and, and that's certainly not what I wanted to happen to our team, but I think that really you gotta, you got to lock up Vassy before you, you start thinking about point. Um so yeah, man, a lot of big decisions here for for Breeze Bois when it comes to this next offseason. Gotta get gotta get a big old contract for those two guys. I, I think everybody I think everybody else really, I mean, um and it's gonna be tough. I don't know what the cap situation looks like, but it's gonna be this is nice. Daily face off has like little rankings for their the the combinations so our, our first line has an 80.04 second line 77.3 77 72 is that good is what's when does it become bad like who's the worst team in the, in hockey let's go to uh let's just go to the Ottawa Senators how about that yeah they're pretty bad 
for the first line. Ooh, ay. First line, 73.88, 74.17, That's pretty bad. Zach Smith is her, is her big guy, huh? Right? I know nothing about it. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. What the Oilers? How are the Oilers doing right now? 78. They got a 78 first line. Connor McDay. Oh, they got McJesus. Mc, Mc, Mc That's right. Should have known that. Next. Hey, tell you what there, man. Next. Hey, tell you what there, man. Next, uh, next Wayne Gritzky. How about the... Uh, how about the Philadelphia Flyers? What are they dealing with there? You know, one day I'll just study all these closets. They, they, they have Johnny Hockey, right? <sighs> Closure row. 79 is our first line. Jesus, we got some, we got some, we got a solid team, guys. Did you guys know that? We have a pretty good hockey team. <laughs> who who would have thought? Who would have thought? Lord of Panthers, what are they right to? Actually, uh, I'm, I'm interested in the uh, Toronto uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. I almost said Blue Jays. Wow, first line seventy-seven point four seven. That's with uh, Marlou, Matthews, and uh, Kapernin. Hope I said that. Kapernin, Kapernin, Kapernick, Kapernin. Second line seventy-six point seven eight. That's with Zach Hyman, John Traveris, and Mitch Marner, and then you know the other jabronis. So yeah, we're doing we're doing good. Who won the cup? The Capitals? Yeah, Capitals. Washington Capitals. I'm sorry. This is the last one, guys. I promise. I just, I'm so genuinely interested in all this. Okay, so here we go. That first line, Connolly, um, Ovechkin, and Netsdorf? I don't know. Okay, they're pretty solid. Stiff competition here, guys. Stiff competition. I think the Lightning win, and I think Tony, Tony, Tony is the key to it. That's a dirty song. So the Cubs, uh, the Cubs are eliminated from the playoffs. I don't know if we talked about that or not. I don't believe that we did, and that's 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 incredibly delicious. Anytime, anytime uh, adversity falls upon Mr. Joe Madden, I I, I kind of love it. And it's been a little bit of a talk, topic of conversation in the baseball world because I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the local papers, but Kevin Cash got himself a little raise and he got himself a new deal. Kevin Cash is going to be here for the next uh, few years, I think, I believe, until 2024. So he's going to be he's going to be bumped right up against that stadium deadline. Um, you know, well, 2027 is the stadium deadline. But if I would have told you three years ago that Kevin Cash would have an extension with his current team and Joe Madden would not, what would you have said? Would you have been, I guess, I, guess I, I, I wagered a bet a lot of you guys would have been pissed off at the time because you're like, who is this Kevin Cash guy? Oh, by the way, Joe Madden also won his team a World Series. Well, he didn't win it for him. Like, they also were fucking stacked with talent. But um, Joe Madden isn't getting a, an extension. And whatever, what, whatever you want to make of that is fine, but... Um, because I, I do think ultimately he will be extended there because he's he's gonna be he's gonna go down as a legendary coach with the Chicago Cubs. But it's just kind of like he 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 you don't have a deal yet, ha 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 ha. And then he's like, ha, 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 you don't have a World Series yet, bitch. And I guess yeah, I guess I'm now I'm sad, I'm sad again. What what more do you want from a, from a guy? I like what is Theo Epstein thinking over there? Like is 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 it just a matter of he, it's not. Joe Madden is not like the the type of guy that he wants. I guess he like Theo Epstein is from the um, the Red Sox, so he was used to Tito Francona for you know forever and ever, um, which is obviously a different managing style than Joe Madden. Joe Madden's kind of like the you know a laid back sort of dude, and um, maybe maybe that's not Theo Epstein's you know cup of tea. Maybe he he wants he wants a guy that's a little bit more in your face. A little bit more Bill Parcells and a little less. Uh, uh, I can't think of a good football coach analogy because well, maybe a little bit more Bill Car Parcells, a little less Pete Carroll. Uh, how about that? There we go. I did it. I pulled it out. You guys all saw it. Um, yeah, I, th I, I look if Madden if Madden doesn't come back with the Cubs, he's going to be back with somebody else. He's he's getting old. I think he's like sixty five or something. But certainly he's not done in baseball yet. Um, 
So I don't know. Maybe he comes back to the Rays and he could be Kevin Cash's bench coach. <laughs> I love. I I'm so happy that Kevin Cash got a, a an extension. I think it's it's very deserving because like at the at the beginning of his his tenure, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? But the thing the thing you heard the most about Kevin Cash was that he's a, he's a smart baseball mind. He has a great uh, uh, knowledge of the game, and he's a smart dude. And it, you were kind of like wait and see, yeah, whatever. And 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 certainly in the first couple of years, there was there was this kind of honeymoon period where he was still with like a lot of Madden staff, you know, with the Tom Foley's and the Jim Hickey's and, and the George Hendricks of the world. Um, and he got a lot of flack with the way that he he conducted himself during games. And and you know, I I certainly was one of the people that thought he should have been a little bit more fiery going out there and. Um, uh, talking to umpires, but now I think, uh, as 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 a fan base, we're all kind of settled into Kevin Cash's style, and certainly the job that he's done with the teams that he's been given. Uh, I think without question, you give that guy a, an extension, and now and that was kind of one of the things I was talking about this this past season. It's like he he went from being a guy that you you, you kind of like you weren't sure about to the guy that you couldn't imagine the future without and a guy who you thought, well, God damn, look at what he's doing with this team right now. He's, he brought this team to, he made this a 90 win team. You got to think that one of these, that another team that's looking for a manager is, is looking at that and saying, well, sure. Don't resign him. Well, you know, we'll give this guy a shot. Um, he's done an incredible job. And the, the thing now is, okay, great. You've done a lot with a little, now you've got your new contract. What are you gonna do now? Now it's up to ca- now it's up to Cash to kind of further that reputation. And I think when you get a new deal like this, it becomes okay. It's not just about you know towing the company line, drinking the Kool Aid. Okay, every couple of years we're gonna compete with. Now it becomes a a, a thing of like we got to go out there and we got to compete every week. We got to go out there. Not every week. I'm sorry. Every season, we got to go out there. And and really push for that wild card spot. I God, I really think that's what's happening next year. Is that not just the wild card spot, but the playoffs? Um, with the way they sort of structured this team and the the, the guys that they've brought in, um, next year it's 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 going to come down to the next couple of years. I, I actually, and um, you know, this was kind of this kind of set it off i think this is this is gonna well a lot of things set it off but i think this is this is kind of like an indicator that's okay you know here we go we got the same manager until 2024 we're trying to get us a new ballpark we got jake bowers willie adamas and blake snell let's go baby g-man try let's build that new stadium we're gonna build it on some wins we're gonna lay a nice thick foundation of a hundred and and three wins <laughs> and on top of that foundation we're going to cement a nice playoff run and parlay that into a nice world series championship oh wait a minute now that now the the whole tampa bay area is energized into wanting a new uh, uh baseball stadium we can't let this world series champion leave our doorstep well let's pay everybody everything and there and and thus is the story of how the 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 Ybor city stadium was built ladies and gentlemen i have been kyle that has been nick and anthony's over here <laughs> maybe that was a little bit of hyperbole but still i do think that that is ultimately what's gonna the, like that that's the kind of that's the goal right now it's it's all that push for that new stadium and i guess you know the the, the team on the field doing fine is is all is as a little bit of a bonus i think i think there's going to be a lot of goodwill built with this team in the next three years and that's exactly what the front office needs to get the to get the the area energized to want to keep this team around because right now there's not a whole lot of goodwill built. Rays fans, sure, like the core Rays fans, they we all know. Like, great, we we just had a 91 season. This was a fantastic. If if it hadn't been for Boston's historic run, like we might have been in some kind of a hunt. We might have been in a you know a little bit of a, a um. 
a playoff hunt. But uh, you know, the the Red Sox and the Yankees decide to have uh, like unbelievable years this year, and um, you know we're kind of left as the uh, the ninety win team that that couldn't. Um, but the next couple of years, certainly, you're, you're I think if the the more the Rays start winning these series against the the Red Sox and the Yankees, and the more they get talked about in the Tampa Bay area, the more that it's going to be about keeping this team in this area, and um, you know, not letting baseball like slip away from our hands. And I think I think that can be done. Now, the the here's the here's the the issue. You're you're competing again against the the Yankees and the Red Sox, and holy shit, the Yankees the Yankees are at a point now. And I think I just saw the stat on on our baseball today. If they don't win next year, this will be the first decade where the the Yankees haven't made it to the uh, the World Series. Uh, the the first decade since what the twenties or something? Not the twenties. You you get the point. Baseball's been around a while since since the whole. Baseball time era. This will be the first time in the first decade. Um, even the seventies, yeah, I guess the seventies too. Yeah, holy shit. Um, in the eighties, yeah, the eighties too. Wow, wow. Okay. But the but you know we like I I feel like a sleeping giant has been woke this like with with the Yankees being beat by the Red Sox and the ALDS now now that whole fan base is completely pissed off now who are they gonna they're gonna they're gonna go out and buy everybody in this off season and and be a juggernaut next year and oh by the way so is Boston Boston's in the ALCS right now and they're looking unstoppable well not, well Cleveland's looking pretty goddamn good. Um, I, I mean, I'm sorry, Houston is looking pretty <laughs> Cleveland got swept. Uh, Houston's looking pretty goddamn good. Um, and God, go Strohs. Go Astros, baby. Can we, can, can I, can I get, uh, you know, uh, let, let me get like an Astros and Brewers World Series. If I can get that, that, you know, go whoever. Houston doesn't have a lot of championships. And, and, and Milwaukee, oh, well, fuck Milwaukee. Ah, nah, Jonathan's from Milwaukee. The Brewers don't have a lot of championships. I guess they got a couple pa- got a couple fucking Packers championships in there. But, you know, those they're hardworking blue-collar folks, man. They make cheese and fudge and, and, and shucks. Oh, golly, gee, gosh, Fargo, Stephen Avery. Go Brew Crew. Um That'll be a, that'll be a fun series. I mean, David Price uh, shit the bed again in, in the playoffs, like we knew he would. So it's going to be Sale Price, and then you know whatever who who's, who are the other guys? Purcello and uh, um, the other guy, the other one, Melky, Melky something, Melky McBaseball. Hmm. I'm going to say I'm going to say Astros and six. How about that? Fuck, fuck Boston. God, can I not have Boston in the World Series this year? And if I do, then go any NL team. I mean, who is it? It's the Brew. It's the the Brew Crew and the uh, the Rockies. Is it the Rockies and the Brewers? Either one of those teams. Fantastic. Oh, I, you know, I, I I'm down. I'm down for that. Actually, who who is in the ALCS or the NLCS? Let's find out. Oh, Dodgers. L.A. Do I want L.A.? No, not really. Yeah. Nightmare scenario for me, Dodgers and Red Sox. But I guess dream scenario for Major League Baseball. So, whatever. Go Brew Crew. Go Brewers and Strohs. I'd say go Brewers all the way. How about that? Go Brewers all the way to the fucking championship. When you win yourselves the championships, you fucking, you know, with your... With your sausage and your your weird brewer guy with your well, I guess is Washington the sausage? Washington's the president. Who's the sausages? I don't know. Win one, win one for the for for Teddy Roosevelt or the the weird brewer guy. Actually, I got now I gotta look up who the sausage races are. Sausage race at the Miller Park. All right. Okay. So there we go. Yeah, I was right. Um, Ghost sausages, I guess. Cool. Okay. And finally, college football. There's a there's there's a, some interesting things happening in the college football world. That I I feel like my co-host would not like to talk about, but I would certainly love to talk about the Gators looking pretty solid. Um, 
I guess beating LSU by a score of something that I don't know. And I just I just keep up with 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 the headlines. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think that, that, that's, that's pretty good for them. Dan Mullins like certainly looking like a good, uh, head coach, but here's the thing. When it comes to new head coaches, you got, or at least one, the ones that kind of matter to this area, Jimbo Fisher, Scott Frost, and Willie Taggart all, I guess, well, tag, certainly Taggart and Scott Frost not doing that great. Taggart, holy shit, man. I mean, I guess the whole thing is like you were supposed to lose to, to Miami, you know, Miami being the, the, the better football team, obviously. But they, God, you had him, Willie. You had him, Willie. You had him when you wanted him, Willie. And you let him go. It just speaks to uh, how bad things are going there. I, I guess, <laughs> yikes. You got Yeah, I get. You give Willie another year, right? I mean, I don't. I don't think the cupboard was very full when it comes to their recruiting classes over the last couple of years. I'm talking out of my ass, certainly. But when it comes, when I look at the product on the field, you guys couldn't have been recruiting that great in the last couple of years, or else you wouldn't be this shitty. Oh boy. Um, uh, and then Florida. Florida look at Sod. I mean, you, I can't, are you going to beat Georgia? Are you going to beat Alabama? The the answer is of course no, uh, so so pencil those two losses in for the rest of your year, but still a pretty solid year for for Dan Mullen. I feel like this 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 is uh the the, the Gators on the right track. Um, still probably got to find a quarterback. I think that's that's that that that's 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 your other thing. Um, let's see Miami uh, Miami Miami better Miami doing better and. Um, USF, USF finally cracking into the top 25 poll. They are ranked, uh, I believe, 24. And so now I think you got to get um, Cincinnati's looking good as well. I think you got to beat Cincinnati. And, and I think UCF plays Cincinnati this year. But that, that last game against UCF, that's going to be the fun one. You know, how, you know, what, you know, what. What do you do? What do you do for that game? And if they run, if, if, if certainly if USF runs the table. Then do we get the same kind of treatment as UCF did last year? And can we crown ourselves national championships? Um, that'd be nice, man. That'd be nice to beat UCF uh, that last game. Are we? Are the Bulls undefeated? I do believe they are. Um, and I believe U- UCF is as well. Um, oh, number 23 in the nation. I forgot. Yeah, okay. Which is good. Which is good. Yeah, undefeated are your your uh, South Florida Bulls, and we got Connecticut coming up this week, and then um, Connecticut, Houston, Tulane, uh, Cincinnati. That's going to be the one in the circle. I think they. I think Cincinnati plays uh, UCF this week. Uh, UCF is number ten. Jesus Christ, number ten. So that. See now. This is the good thing that we have. We have two good schools playing in this conference now, so it would it would be fucking nice to uh, to have that continue. And if we beat if we can beat Cincinnati, we can beat South or uh, Central Florida. That would be pretty fucking solid. Let's see. UCF Knights football schedule. They uh, they have East Carolina this or no they have Memphis this week. When do they play Cincinnati? No, we play Cincinnati first. Okay, so so actually the first hurdle is going to be Cincinnati if they stay on this track, and then it's 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 going to be uh, Central Florida. Fun shit, fun stuff. Uh, the both the uh, the Bulls and the, the Knights are bowl eligible at this point. What that means, I haven't a fucking clue. I guess we get the Monique Car Care Bowl if if, if things go well. Um. Hmm. UCF is number ten, right? If UCF runs the table again, and they're undefeated, so you gotta. I mean, what? Oh man! Now let's look at this. We got to look at the AP top twenty-five. 
Because I believe, okay, Alabama's undefeated, Georgia's undefeated, Ohio State undefeated, Clemson undefeated, Notre Dame undefeated, West Virginia, Washington uh, uh, is 5-1, and one, Penn State 4-1, and one, Texas 5-1, and one, and then finally uh, UCF at 5-0. and oh. Wow. That, I guess con- that your conference strength really goes into play that much. Well, see, so yeah, Cincinnati 6-0, and, oh, and yeah, South Florida, Jesus Christ. But, okay, so let's say that they... Let's say that, that, that UCF runs the table again, right? I mean, do you let them play? No. You, what do you do? What do you do there? Just let them play Alabama. Fuck it. Let's go. You know what? You think you're the national champions. You're playing Alabama this year. Go fuck yourself, Georgia. You don't, you don't, you don't have a say in this. <laughs> or, you know, well, you got to give them a spot in the playoffs, right? Playoffs. Give them a spot in the playoffs. Oh, boy. Where's Anthony when you need him? Anthony, t- tell me why I'm wrong about this or why I'm right or, or why I suck or whoever sucks. I just think I got to know. Anyways, that's your college football corner for this week. And I think that is a show. I have nothing else left to report on sausage races, Drew Brees, college football, Word of the Bay. We are out of here, folks. Um, bull prediction this week. I think that the Buc- the Buccaneers uh, will not pull out the win this week against Atlanta. I think that's that's too much of a high-powered offense, so you're going to see the Bucs sitting there at 2-3. and three. Uh, I do think that we will win against Cleveland, so I think they, it, I, I, it, we're going to ebb and flow this year, but I think we're on a definite downtrend, so uh, strap in your holy shit belts and prepare yourselves for a loss because um, – we're playing the Falcons this week, and they're they're a hell of an offense, and we're shitty defense, so not good. Um, Lightning are still winning against the Canucks, and by the time we podcast next, they will have played more games. They will play. They will have played more. Th- oh fuck! Actually, it's not going good. Jesus Christ! The Canucks are up two to one. What is happening, guys? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Peterson and Bosner, Boisner. Oh boy! All right, now I gotta watch this game. Well, that sucks. That's fucking. That fucking sucks. But have no fear, um, because by the next podcast, the Lightning will have played at least three games. Um, so we'll have a lot of that to talk about next week. We'll have the Buccaneers uh, win or loss against Atlanta, and then we'll also have whatever Rays news comes out by then. Uh, of course, we'll have the ALCS that's that's going on and the NLCS, so the World Series. A lot of, lot of fun stuff going on in sports. Um, so stay tuned. That is it for me uh, and War of the Bay podcast. Uh, if you like what we do and, and, and want to support us in any way, uh, monetarily, you can go to War of the Bay po- or patreon.com slash War of the Bay. Or if you don't want to do that, just follow us on Twitter, War of the Bay podcast, or follow me on Twitter, Kyle WOTB. Um, you can also follow my co-host um, at uh, uh, Strike Twice WOTB and at uh, Nick WOTB on Twitter. But more importantly, if you do not wish to support us monetarily, which is totally fine, if you want to support us in any way, go to iTunes, rate and review us, uh, rate five stars, rate one star, whatever. If we're doing something shitty that you don't like, then rate that. If we're doing something great, then rate that as well. But please, like that, that does help. It gets us on the um, on the, uh, the the news and noteworthy sections, and it gets us on the trending of iTunes. So if you go on iTunes and you rate and review us, uh, I'll love you forever. So. Oh, boy. Let's hope we can tie this one up against the Canucks. Not looking good. There's six minutes, five minutes left in the uh, third period. Uh, I'm going to have to log on Twitter to find out just exactly what the fuck happened. Um, So until then, that has been War of the Bay. I have been Kyle, and I will see you next week.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.